0: All right, appreciate you joining us every day, 2 to 4, right here on JR Afternoon. You can catch us as you're milling about town. Look, it's the holiday season. You're going to start running around in different stores, picking things up for people. You can catch us on the app as well, online. Look, we're everywhere. Wherever you need us to be, we are there for you. Somebody who isn't there anymore is Andy and, and And when you look at somebody like Andy, who was a longtime Republican activist here in the state of Michigan and now former chair of the Michigan Republican Party's policy committee. You wonder why well, is somebody who is, you know, cut their teeth in this party in this state knows the makeup, the chemical makeup of Michigan Republicans. Why would somebody like that be removed? And by the way, the policy committee inside the Michigan GOP, very important panel that, that talks and makes decisions about the party's operations, not only in the present, but going forward, and pretty important going forward here as we are now within a year of the 2024 presidential election. Andy Seabolt joins us. Uh, Andy, it's good to have you.
1: Yeah, thank you very much for having me.
0: So you got the axe late Friday in an email. Talk to me about what, was, what was in that email, and were you surprised by it?
1: Well, oh, actually, the, the first I heard of that email was actually from a, a, another colleague of mine on State Committee. They asked me if I knew that I was removed from policy. Uh, sent me the email, and that was the first that I heard of it. I had no direct call, text, or email from the chairwoman except for what was in the contents of that email.
0: Is this a normal way of firing people inside the Michigan GOP these days?
1: Yes, unfortunately, it does seem to be the case.
0: Hmm. You've talked uh, extensively in, in, in opposition of Christina Caramo. Is, in your estimation, look, there's a a, a petition going on to try to, to oust her from that role. Do you think she needs to be removed as the party chair?
1: Yes, I do. Uh, the, the, her way of conducting business and not wanting any fundraising and absolute uh, lack of transparency um, is just not befitting of a chairperson.
0: Tell me, take me inside a little bit, because I, I'm interested to know a little bit about the functionality of the Michigan GOP. I mean, there, it, there is obvious, uh, uh, an obvious documentation trail that the Michigan GOP is strapped for cash. They don't re- barely have enough money to pay for the bills to keep the lights on in certain places or wanting to sell off certain assets, even though they don't have control over those assets. And, and. The state parties are so important, especially during these general elections, because they can provide cover. They can provide money to campaigns uh, in ways that campaigns are maybe not looking at or redirecting funds certain ways. Is the Michigan GOP in a position to help candidates going into 2024? And just give us a, a, a kind of look inside what the Michigan GOP is like these days.
1: Well, no, we're definitely not in a position to help our Republican nominees whatsoever. But um, for what I've been learning uh, just from the inside here, I don't think actually helping our candidates is even the goal. But um, when we look at just the financial end, I recall when uh, John James was our U.S. Senate candidate, there was a trouble getting yard signs. And we all know yard signs is a very uh, quick and easy way to get a candidate's name out there. Mm And State Party at that time was able to go and purchase its own yard signs and get them out to all of the county parties. We don't even have the money to keep the lights on anymore, to be honest, let alone um give that kind of infusion of cash to help any of our candidates.
0: You said it's it's you don't you're not even sure it's the goal to help these candidates. What what does that mean?
1: Well that does involve a bit of an explanation, but I'm happy to give it to you. Uh, Earlier this summer, back in uh, June, I had met with uh, the gentleman who was to become the executive director who had never been involved politically before. And our general counsel, who checking him out, the only donation he ever gave was to a Democratic governor. um, They laid out a plan for me since I was the policy chair, just an overview of what they would like to see the state party look like. So as I'm sure all of your listeners are aware Whatever the position is in government, we have an open primary. So all the Republicans in, say, a state representative or, or a congressman's district can vote in the primary to decide who the candidate will be. Now, there's been discussion about, OK, there's other states that do it different ways. But what they ultimately want to do is have the internal state party able to decide who these nominees will be and that was coming directly from those two gentlemen hmm. but that would require a major shift in the party Bylaws. i was
0: going to say that, that that's not normal
1: uh, not for michigan there's some other states that that do it but it would be a drastic change from uh, from one end of the spectrum to the other overnight but in order to do this it would require um either the the state committee approving of such a change, or because that obviously gets news coverage, you can also do it another approach, and that's called a state convention. So I just found out that they want to introduce this brand new Mm -hmm. Michigan Republican Party state constitution to be voted on at the August convention. (laughs) Um, Now, what's interesting about that is how do we get people to go in there and vote? Well, there's the other end of the spectrum here, and it's called a conflict resolution process. Now, the conflict resolution committee was in existence until last Friday night. It's now since been removed. What they were trying to get past through that committee, the members were threatened with litigation if they were ever to release it. Fortunately, it was just released, I think, yesterday. What that document showed is that the state party chair would have the sole discretion to resolve any conflict in any county or district party, including, well, I don't like who this slate of delegates is, so we could just manufacture a conflict, and I'll decide who the rightful delegates will be. Hmm. By doing such, you can control the ultimate outcome of a convention, of a state convention, before the convention is even convened. So they can, by using that, go and flip just enough counties to get just enough delegates there to approve this constitution. Once their plan is done, then they can decide, well, okay, who within the Republican Party structure will be able to determine who the nominee will be? Now, none of us have really seen what their plans are going to be. But from my early discussion, from what I was told with uh, the executive director and general counsel, is there will be some internal group in the party that will be able to decide these things, Hmm. which is just a drastic shift. And when you think about this, it's almost like they're creating their own party.
0: I have about just 30 seconds left here. Do you think that would make Michigan and candidates from Michigan more competitive or less competitive in elections going forward?
1: Well, less competitive, uh, right off the bat, there's going to be a lot of voters that are going to feel disenfranchised um, that they weren't even able to vote on who their nominee is going to.
0: Be. Do, do you do you feel that Christina Caramo is just insulating herself from from? And does she have anybody in her ear that that is providing a different perspective?
1: Uh, whenever someone provides a different uh, perspective, they get removed.
0: Hmm. And you feel? Do you feel like that's what happened to you in this case?
1: Yes, because I I submitted four resolutions out of my policy committee two weeks before I was hmm. removed that would implement needed transparency changes.
0: Andy Seabolt, thank you for your insight in this. I know it's a tough situation as a longtime Republican in this state to be in, uh, but we appreciate your insight.
1: Absolutely. Thank you very much.
0: Got to take a break.